welcome to the Dev Ready Podcast, where we help non-techs build better tech. Uh, today we have Jules Brook joining us from Handle Your Own PR. Uh, Jules, thanks for joining us. Oh, my absolute pleasure. Thanks for inviting me, guys. And we're doing this online in the middle of uh, lockdown during <laughs> coronavirus, so it is all online at the moment, so hopefully uh, the audio quality comes out for you, uh, but yeah, it all sounds pretty good at the moment. Oh, good. Now, Jules, handle your own PR. What's that yes. about, and what does that actually mean? Okay, so I um, had a PR agent. I, I, where do I start? I taught myself how to do PR. Um, a whole lot of, many years ago, mm-hmm. um, I picked up a client. Um, well, I went to a party, actually, met Con the Fruitery, you know, the... Um, comedian who yes, thought that I did PR. <laughs> nice. He thought that you did PR. Okay. He thought that I did PR because I was there with the publicist. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just social. And two weeks later, he rings me and says, Jules, um, they're bringing out a Best of Con the Fruitery DVD and you're the best person to do PR. And I really needed the money because I had a little baby and a um, business that wasn't really going anywhere. So uh-huh. I said, okay, I'll give it a go. Nice. Um, I didn't say that to him. I just said that to myself. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and, and off I went. And um, I rang radio stations and I rang TV stations and the newspapers. And lo and behold, they were actually quite happy to hear from me. Yes. And I got him a whole lot of coverage. And then when I went back to the DVD company and said, these are all the interviews I've got, they went, oh, wow, that's amazing. Here's another five DVDs. And so I basically built an agency on the back of teaching myself how to do PR. Oh, and wow. for 15 years, we had about seven or eight staff. And I used to train people who were mums or waiters or salespeople. We had all sorts of people that came in and worked with us. And we taught them how to do PR. And then, funnily enough, the last time there was a recession in 2008, when the GFC hit, yes. I had this light bulb moment and thought, and all our clients peeled off because we worked a lot with entrepreneurs and startups mm-hmm. and things. Okay. Um, and, and most people I found, and to this day it hasn't really changed, I can't easily afford three or four grand a month for six months in order to pay an agency to do it. But they want mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And what I realized, I guess, was that the media are desperate for it as well. And why didn't I just take out the middleman and teach people how to do it themselves? So that's where it all started, and Mm -hmm. um, it's been a bit of a journey since then, but I did launch a SaaS platform myself um, for PR in 2017 and Mm -hmm. have basically brought it all online, and the last little bit that was offline came online, funnily enough, during this pandemic. So (laughs) So everything's um, online now. Perfect. So, in terms of, um, I'm a, I'm a tech, we're focusing on tech startups, right? So, we've yep, got a yep. SaaS product or a tech product. Why is PR important to a business like that? Okay, so that's a great question. Um, for tech startups and people that are innovating, the <laughs> media, are, it's like catnip for the media. They just want to know about new stuff. They want to know about innovations. They want to know about things that make things easier for, uh, for other people and for other mm. business owners. So the reason why you should be doing it is because what it will do is it will build awareness very, very quickly because you can actually um, get articles in massive magazines or newspapers that you couldn't possibly afford to advertise in. Mm. For instance, the Sydney Morning Herald or the Australian or the Finn Review or the Herald Sun, um, as well as getting yourself on TV, getting yourself in radio interviews. And what that does is builds the awareness. It also positions you as being a leader in your field because people do think that 
the media goes out to find the best people to speak to. They don't realise that the media responds to what they're sent. Um, Interesting. It also gives you, <laughs> yeah. and you guys would know better than me, great backlinks. Um, yes. So mm -hmm. there is the way that Google values things. Um, it loves media outlets and so gives a lot of prominence to mm -hmm. um any anything that comes out of the media so once you have it on your website or you get those backlinks backwards and forwards from you to a media outlet it's it's great also fantastic for social media mm -hmm. um it's free i don't know whether people realize but you don't pay the media to to write stories or to publish your articles you just have to write them in a way that the media loves nice. um, and you know and basically you can own your google page if you can do pr for say six months and get say 20 articles published anybody who googles you or your business will find there's two or three pages of articles there which is um you know really powerful and will help you with investors as well because it sort of positions you really nicely okay jules yeah. where do i sign up <laughs> <laughs> it gives you that really strong brand awareness i guess yeah huge oh, that's, that's some... the, the end goal of it. <laughs> it, it's massive and and you know the more on the back of the pandemic everyone has gone online but Really, I think even when we come out of this, there'll be many more people online than mm -hmm. were before, and and so you want to you want to have that online presence that you will get if you've got articles that are, are linking back to your page. I think that's uh, opens up the obviously the my chain of thought as to why we could be using PR, why people out there should be. Um, so. Now, based on that information, we're looking to build awareness, obviously improve our brand, be seen yeah. as leaders. Um, where to? Where do I go? For, do I just write an RPR article? What do I do? What's important within an article or within something that I put out into into right, uh, well, the market? Yeah. What's that's yeah. going to get attention? So where do I start there? Okay, so the, the first thing that you need before you even get started mm -hmm. when it comes to publicity is you need to have your website up and running because all that the media will ever do is send people to your website. They are not okay. interested in promoting your phone number or your email address mm -hmm. or anything else. Mm -hmm. So you have to have your website ready, which I'll take as a given um, for, you, <laughs> for you and your people. Yeah, sure. um, you also need to have photography. Now, that is something that a lot of people trip over. Um, and, and look, it is possible to send out media releases without an image, mm -hmm. but let me just tell you why. When you read an article anywhere, online, in print, whatever, there is always an image as an illustration for that article, at least one, if not more than one. Mm -hmm. So the media has to find an image that goes with your story. Now, if you just send them a headshot yes. or you don't send them anything, then their job is to go out and find something that will illustrate that story. And mm -hmm. they absolutely hate doing it mm -hmm. and it yep. takes ages as it does for all of us because we all hate doing it too mm. so it's really really important in fact it can literally make or break your campaign um if that you have some really great illustrative um images now for instance with you guys with SaaS platforms people go yeah, you know what, what can i do what mm -hmm. what kind of image can i do so you've got to think about what it is that you're giving your customers and how you can help them and what sort of articles you're going to do. So one of the easiest ways that people can do it, and I know this sounds really silly, but it is really easy and it's really cheap, um, is get a professional photographer if you can, if mm -hmm. not um, find somebody who's really good at photography mm -hmm. and put yourself up against a white background or a, or a light background and use your face as a human emoticon. <laughs> okay. Do you know what That's I mean? 
So just make a whole lot of different faces. I use one of my face all scrunched up and I'm pulling my hair out. And I use it a lot for um, articles that I write about is trying to promote your business, making you go crazy. Uh -huh. um, you know, are you pulling your hair out at the cost of promoting your business, that kind of thing. I've okay. got a shocked face that I use for are you shocked by the price of marketing? Mm -hmm. um, or are you shocked to know, you know, I can use it for whatever. So I've got a shocked one. I've got ones where I kind of have my finger on the side of my nose, you know, like I know a secret you don't. Yes. I've got one like a little mini me from um, Austin Powers where I'm kind of like I can do a little joke kind of one. Okay. Um, I have recommended this to people all over and mm -hmm. it works really, really well because obviously it's getting your face out there firstly. Mm -hmm. Secondly, it's fun and it's something different. And if it's a good shot, the media will love it. They will use it all the time. So that's a really obvious one. Then there are ones that you can do that are a little bit more complex, but it's always worth doing them because you'll be able to use them across all your marketing and on your website as well. Mm -hmm. But for instance, if you're talking about web traffic, yes. you could get someone to take a photo of you standing on a traffic island and have the blurred cars going backwards and forwards beside you. Or you could get yourself underneath the traffic light to show that it's green or red or are you all systems go? Are you ready to do this? That kind of thing. So. Mm -hmm. Um, try and be creative or find a creative person that you can brainstorm with and get some really good quality images because that will be super important for your campaign. And then that's kind of all you need to get going. Mm -hmm. Okay, so mm -hmm. website and some really good photography and images. Yeah. So they can't be stock photos, basically. That's not what we want. Look, you, the journalists can find stock photos but, yeah. as well, but uh -huh. the reality is we can all recognize a stock photo. Yes, I mean, we, we all look at them yeah. and go, ah, yeah, mm -hmm. it's one of those cheesy shots. Yeah. So mm -hmm. yep. taking your own shots mean you own them, you've got the uh -huh. IP, and you yes. honestly, great shots, you can use it so many times. I mean... I use mine on social media. I make little Canva memes and put my face into it for mm -hmm. promotions. I use it for, um, obviously, all my PR. The other thing to think about is landscape versus portrait and try and get a selection of both so that if mm -hmm. the story is going to run vertically down a page, they might want a full-length body shot. I've got a couple of me kind of making silly things as well, <laughs> um, nice. full-length. But think about portrait and landscape and do try and have a selection of both so that the journalists have got some to choose from. Okay. okay. Um, and then once you've got all of that, you're pretty much ready to go. And then it becomes really easy. So the way that you write an article is counterintuitive to what most people think. You're not actually promoting your business and your business shouldn't really feature in that article until the last paragraph. Okay. What what you really want to do is think of all the questions that people ask you. So if you go out to a barbecue or a party and people say, what do you do? And you tell them, there will be the same questions that people continually ask you. Oh, what's a SaaS platform? I mean, in your case, it might be, what's a SaaS platform? How does it work? How, do, how much does it cost? Why yeah. would anyone do it? Mm -hmm. um, you know, what kind of customers do you have? It's all that kind of thing. So then you can take those questions turn them into a headline, like what is a SaaS platform and why would you have it, and then answer it. Okay. And then you know that those are, that's the sort of information that people want. So that's one mm -hmm. really easy way to um, start your PR. The other thing is if you're writing articles for LinkedIn or for newsletters, just take them and repurpose them and send them out to the media first. Mm -hmm. Then if the media picks it up, great. And if the media doesn't pick it up, it's still something you can put up on LinkedIn. But um, I guess... 
one of the things that I really want to stress to people is that what has happened through the pandemic particularly, and really what's been happening over the last few years, is that the media is shedding staff like you wouldn't believe. And as a result, um, they need people to send them information. They need those stories, pre-written articles as well as story ideas, mm -hmm. but they need them sent to them with a great image so that they can plot them in and move on to the next one. Okay. Because, okay. you know, and, and through um, the pandemic, the media is getting about four times as much traffic and half as much content being sent to them because the PR agencies, a lot of them have closed their doors. Yes. A lot of clients have gone, oh, my God, I don't want to, uh -huh. you know, say anything at the moment, which is completely the wrong attitude. That's the wrong a lot attitude, of them are doing isn't it? That. Mm, interesting. And so, so there's twice as much need and half as much content out there. So I would say your chances of getting picked up right now and building some profiles so that when we come out of this, everyone knows who you are, mm -hmm. is huge. Interesting. So it's, it, look, there's an opportunity out there if anyone's listening uh, yeah. to start building yeah. some PR. So you mentioned here yeah, pretty, pretty quickly was more about answering questions. Now, can that be a little bit dry and boring or if you're looking at innovative stuff? So, so how do you no, make look, it more interesting? If you think, look, what you think is boring yes. isn't boring to other people. The <laughs> stuff that you know mm -hmm. that people want to know. And mm. so I would say everyone, whether they have a nutrition website and yep. they want to help people with, you know, the best kind of nutrition to mm -hmm. use or how to use their nutrition calculator, whatever you go out there saying, do yes. you know the value of, you know, apples and how much they, you know, you can be as, 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 I don't want to say dumb, but you can. it can be very simple. I mean, journalists are told to write as if their audience is nine years old. Okay. You need to think about writing to explain it to your best friend's mother. That's mm -hmm. the way I always think of it. Yeah, so right. People because, who don't know anything we, about the space you're in. That's yeah. right. People who yeah. have absolutely no idea, don't assume that you are talking to a sophisticated audience mm -hmm. because your current customers know who you are and the people in the industry know stuff. But your clients invariably come out, come from outside of that circle. Some of them might not even know that they need your service. So you need to explain what the service mm -hmm. is and what the benefits are. Okay. That's why you always get the same questions over and over then. Right, because, yeah. because people just want to know. And even though people think, oh, my God, you know, if I'm going to show myself as a thought leader and I want to be shown to know, really know my stuff, I need to make it very sophisticated, my, yes. my, my communication. But that's completely the wrong strategy. You should be going out with as simple as possible because that means it will have a much, much wider audience and there was, will always be at the bottom of a media release. You must do a call to action, something like, if you want to know more about how to run a SaaS platform or you want to know more about PR, Go to www.handleyourownpr or whatever your web address is. Okay. So, so if we take the approach of trying to write a technical and high-level thing, you're probably only trying to promote yourself to the people in your own industry and your peers. Exactly. And, yeah. and that is a and huge mistake target. that people... That's right. That's not where your customers come from. Mm -hmm. no. that, yeah. that might make you look good to your peers, but... In the, and, and obviously, there's no reason why you wouldn't do it, but you're not going to do that to bring in new customers. And that's really what you want the PR to do, to bring in new customers, other than, I guess, you might get referrals and recommendations. Yep. Yeah, which is not the objective of PR. It's about creating awareness, like we said before. Yeah, yeah. I, I think so. And I mean, mm -hmm. if you were writing for the Pin Review, let's say we're, we're writing about Arian mm -hmm. or Orion. How do I say that? Arian. Yes, Arian. Yes, yes. So say you wanted to get an article in the Pin Review, uh -huh. I would be talking about how SaaS platforms are the new, you know, black 
and then start talking about because it's the fin review they like numbers so they would want to know how it's increasing people's um, income how it gives them a regular predictable income how it's helping people's customers and it's drawing people in etc etc mm -hmm. but if you were wanting to pick up your new customers and get something in the herald sun you might not even use the word SaaS. you might be talking about online platforms that people can actually use on the platform to do blah 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 you, because things like SaaS and software and things like that can frighten some people off and then if you were going to it wire uh, you might do something that sort of sits nicely in the middle of those two, you know, not too dumb, but not too sophisticated because you want to get to people that have an understanding about IT, but mm -hmm. not bamboozle them with um, jargon that they don't really understand. Okay. So let's just talk a little bit about that. So um, if we, let's, let's, let's play a little bit of a game. Uh, we'll talk about sure. DevReady itself. So DevReady yep. podcast uses a case study, um, yep. helping non-techs build better tech. Um, yep. and describing what the opportunities are in the, in the landscape. So questions that get asked for us is, um, what's it cost to build an app? It's one of Anthony's favorite questions. So yep. just oh, simplistic. Every day. Yeah, get that every day. Or building some technology to automate your business or whatever yep. it might be. So they could yep. be topics that you could write about, uh, potentially, uh, write mm -hmm. some, just some really it's, – it's more informational-based. So it's, it's how-to. Absolutely. It's, but okay. the thing about PR and uh -huh. the thing about the media is they are not there to promote your business. They are there to help their readers mm -hmm. or help their viewers. Okay. So if you want to be featured, then you need to give them something that helps their readers or their viewers. It's not about helping you. That's just a fabulous byproduct of it. Get it. It's actually about you helping their readers understand okay. something or mm -hmm. avoid making a mistake mm -hmm. or have to choose something yes. or 10 things they didn't know about, you know, automating your business or five things you didn't know about apps or mm -hmm. um, why why creating an app might be the cheapest thing that you've ever done or the best thing that you could ever do even though it might cost you mm -hmm. you know there's, there's just so many different topics that you could talk about that would make sense to people and might make people pick up the phone and go gee those, that company really knows their stuff mm. um, I must give them a call the other thing I would say though is be very generous with your information so don't okay. hide stuff I see people Saying all the time, well, I don't want to give away my IP, you know, I do this in a specific way. And I would say nobody really, I mean, the no chance of somebody reading an article on something where you've explained how something works yes. and then going off and doing it themselves has to be about, I would say, one or two percent. Yes. What you that. will have is a whole lot of people that go, wow, that person really knows what they're talking about. They're the person I should talk to. Get it. Yep. And that's the objective here. It's look at, But you mentioned it's about helping. Um, yeah. It's about how we can help build articles. Absolutely, to help. And, and with yeah. this podcast, that's exactly mm -hmm. what you're doing. You're helping people who don't understand technology mm -hmm. to understand benefits of it. So that is exactly what you should be doing in the media as well: speaking to people who don't know technology and explaining what it is, why they should be doing it, what an mm -hmm. app is, how much. And if someone says, "How much does it cost?" You can go, yes. you know, that would be a great headline if everyone's asking you that every day: "How much does mm -hmm. an app cost, and why should I do it?" Mm -hmm. And then answer it underneath, and, and your your answer could easily be. How long is a piece of string? Yeah, exactly. So, I can't tell you. Yeah. They range in price yeah. from $5,000 to $500,000. Yeah. It depends what you want in there. Yeah, mm -hmm. okay. All right, yeah. so it's just answering questions. Now, if so from any perspective, you obviously have to pick a market who you're talking to. So how do I go about finding where to send these articles to? Where do, do I look at where my target market is? What What's the approach there? 
you just answered it beautifully, Andrew. What you need to do is you need to think, who are my target market? Mm -hmm. and, and what I want you to do when you do, or what I always encourage people to do, is think in as small a niche as possible. Okay. Mm -hmm. So let, let's again use um, the Dev Ready podcast as mm -hmm. an example. So you probably have small business owners um, who haven't even got any tech knowledge, but have maybe got an idea that they'd like to have um, an app or they'd like to have... Um, SaaS platform, but they don't even know that it's called a SaaS platform. Then you've got um, you've got people that you want to refer to you. So that would be sort of sophisticated IT people. Mm -hmm. You probably have got businesses that are growing really fast that should be automating, and they don't know what they don't know. You know, they don't yes. know that they need to automate yet because they don't know the benefits of it, etc., mm -hmm. um, etc. Et and I mean, I, you, you, you guys, if you sat down, could probably come up with about fifteen different niches. Yes. Then. You need to look at each of those and go, okay, what media is that person watching? Now, I know that we kind of go, well, they probably know the age or the Herald Sun. It's, they, you know, they probably watch the news at night. So let's take those out of the equation because, yes, if you can get a story up in those, that's great. But what other ones are they reading? So let's go for the person who works at home. Well, they might be um, part of the Flying Solo group who take loads and loads of content or they might be part of <coughs> Koshi's Business Builders mm -hmm. and they put a newsletter out every week and they're constantly looking for content. Okay. Or they might be um, morning TV, you know, you might have a, you might have a whole lot of women that are doing it and they might be watching morning TV. You might have um, people that watch the project. It might be people that you know and, and we know everyone pretty much reads magazines on the weekend. And if you're trying to attract investors, you might want to go to the Fin Review or Smart Company. There's just so many different media, and don't forget radio. So radio has a massive need for um, interviews. Okay. Every radio station and every show probably does about 10 interviews a day. So they need those people to be sent to them. Now, normally the PR companies would be sending them, you know, huge amounts of, of suggestions. I would imagine right at the moment that they're only getting half as much as they usually get, um, and they've got a real need for people to be coming forward and saying, look, I know you do it on, you do a one hour or three hour show about IT or about business. How about I come on and I could answer some of the, your listeners questions or I could explain in simple terms the benefits of automating your business or whatever it might be. Okay. So it's really just getting a grip on your niches and then obviously looking within all the gamuts of media because in, in reality, everyone's going to be tuning into some form of that. And even well, within your own niche, you're going to have people that prefer to listen to the radio or podcasts or even another place you could potentially put yourself in some bigger bigger areas, mm -hmm. TV, some people might and not. Don't forget blogs. Yeah, blogs. And, you know, and, and, there's, and there's people mm -hmm. starting kind of their own media networks all the time. So, for instance, yes. I've got a show on Ticker TV, yes. which I would have thought actually is perfect for you guys because it's all about innovation business and technology yes um so you start to put yourself forward they are advertising on source bottle at the moment i don't know if you guys know about source bottle mm -hmm. um and i'll tell you about that one in a minute but they are advertising because they have to do 15 to 20 interviews a day okay and they're just not getting enough people putting themselves forward interesting so there's plenty of room out there to put themselves out there anthony you've source used that and yeah. put an article through it yep yeah 
Mm-hmm. Um, now, source bottle, for anyone that doesn't know it, is S-O-U-R-C-E. So you are the source of a story. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a free service. And you just sign yourself up and you say, these are the topics I'm interested in. And journalists go on there and go looking for people to interview. So you will see call-outs. You get a newsletter twice a day with call-outs with things like looking for an expert to talk about, you know, I don't know, the pandemic and how it's affecting business. And if you've got something to say, you can offer to be that person. And quite big media outlets are in there. So you've got everything from um, TV news to The Age to The Fin Review. Everyone uses it and they use it when they're trying to find a source for an interview or they're looking for articles that they want to include. So it's a, if you are actively looking for PR, I would say it's a um, an absolute no-brainer that you would sign up for that and check the call-outs every day and just see if there is something in there mm-hmm. where, where you could answer. Okay. And how do you... Just from today's email, there's COVID-19 small business experts, limps list on, uh, info on site maps, tips on successful information architecture planning, how to get the most from freelance websites, etc. Well, there you I'm go. There you go. In that space. And it's something that it's 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 what I call passive PR. You don't actually actually have to be proactive about it and send anything out to the media. Mm-hmm. Um, you just answer it. And okay. if the journalist likes what it is that you say, they will call you. My big tip would be don't spend hours and hours putting articles in there. Just tell them what it is that you can offer and why you're the best person to offer it. And make sure you put your phone number in your response. I've heard okay. that from a few people recently, and the phone number means the journalist can just pick up the phone and call you. So chances are they might use you rather than someone when they've got to wait for a response from an email. Yeah. Okay, so it's not don't submit the whole article through there. Just put the tips on what you'll be able to provide. Yeah, or not even the tips. Like it shouldn't take you. Beck Derrington, who runs SourceBottle, is a really good friend of mine, and she mm-hmm. always says you shouldn't spend more than five minutes responding okay so okay. If they, and and if somebody asks you to write a whole article don't do it just don't just go back to them and say look i'm happy to write this is the topic i could write on here's my mm-hmm. phone number but don't go to a lot of effort because forty thousand people get that email every morning and every afternoon mm-hmm. yeah. and if you don't get picked up you've just wasted two hours of your time or an hour of your time writing an article mm-hmm. that um, doesn't get picked up. That's so, sort of been the barrier to me submitting a few things on here. Interesting. That's a good tip there. <laughs> Much easier. Yeah, exactly. So if they say, you know, answer these four things below, unless they are guaranteeing that they're going to publish it, don't bother. Just move on to the next one. Okay. There's yeah. lots and lots of opportunities on there. So that's um, obviously PR or agencies reaching out or media outlets reaching out. No, yeah, yeah. no, it's journalists. It's okay. the journalists uh-huh. specifically. So they've okay. been asked by their editor to write a story on something. Mm-hmm. And then they're looking for sources for to interview for the story. Oh. Okay, perfect. So it's much easier to put yourself out there. But yeah, I've obviously got a lot of competition, I imagine, on that space. Yeah, yeah. Potentially, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Not very, very good. So let's get back to the part of I've wrote, written an article. Now, do, do I just email this directly to some people I find? Um, for example, Fin Review. What do I do? Just send it out to a generic email? Okay. Or how, where so where a, do I start? All right. So there's a couple of ways yeah. you can do it. I'm going to have to give myself a plug in a minute. Yeah, of course. I mean, the first way, if if you if I if handle your own PR didn't exist, what you would do is you would go and Google the topic that yep. you want to see, see the journalists that are writing about it, and then mm-hmm. contact one of those journalists. Okay. Probably by ringing reception at whatever media outlet they are. So mm-hmm. you just Google you know, the Fin Review or whatever, 
ring through to the editorial department okay. and, and tell them your story idea. And often they will say, great, send something through and this is the email address to send it to. So that is one way of doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. mm-hmm. But I have mm-hmm. got a SaaS platform with three or 4,000 journalists just sitting there waiting to hear from people. So yes. um, that would be the other option. <laughs> <laughs> and a much easier option by the sound of it. So yeah. talk a little bit about what Handle Your OPR does and what the SaaS product platform means. What If I come oh, on and use it, what does it mean? Okay, so Handle Your OPR, I set it up initially. I used mm-hmm. to just sell media lists and I had mm-hmm. a whole lot of writing on there and, um, and we didn't make any sales at all. And okay. so I guess over, what, it's been nearly 10 years now, I have mm-hmm. slowly... Um, understood that people need to under that biggest the biggest mistake i see from business owners is that they are way too commercial they write something that looks like an ad okay it doesn't look like an informative article mm-hmm. um so what i have is <coughs> created two programs one is called the pr boot camp which is some video lessons an ebook weekly mentoring from me that i do group live mentoring um, and you get a closed Facebook group, and you get three months on the platform to use it. Then I've got another one that I've just launched um, that is on the back of a program I've been running for the last two years mm-hmm. where I get business owners to sit with journalists for two days, and the journalists will help you come up with the newsworthy angles. You then write your media release, and they will edit it for you. So that worked beautifully, mm. and then, of course, we all had to come online. So yes. I started a three-month um, PR accelerator online okay. where you get everything from the boot camp, but you also get a day mm-hmm. where, and I did ran one yesterday and it worked perfectly. I think somebody got in the Herald Sun oh, nice. and um, someone got on the project. Oh, wow. Okay. So, you, uh, so the was, results yes, are pretty good. Yeah, yes. no, no. The results yeah. are normally, yeah. I'm, I'm at about 98% success rate with the accelerator because by the time you've sat with a journalist for four or five hours, uh-huh. You know pretty well how everything works and what bits of your story are useful or not. All right, nice. Um, so the idea is you spend two hours with me in the morning and I do some education mm-hmm. and or Q&As. Mm. Um, then you get to sit with us in an open Zoom call for four or five hours with the journalist. Okay. Um, and, and you get one journalist allocated to you and they will sit, understand your business. Mm-hmm. You tell them everything. I still insist on making you guys do the writing or making people, mm-hmm. the business owners, write because there is a style that once you crack it, yes. you'll get, you don't need me ever again. You know, you'll know how to do it. Okay. okay. Um, and then you do two hours uh, at the end of the day where mm-hmm. I help. You build a media contact list on the SaaS platform and load up your media release and schedule it to go out or even send it out. Very so, interesting. Um, yeah, no, that gives people a nice little boot camp on how, what. Yeah. Speaking to regular journalists, I think that's pretty powerful in terms of understanding their thinking, what's important to them when they're publicising a story. And to get people um, in the Herald Sun and on the project off the back of that is outstanding results. So, yeah, very interesting. I can imagine the results that come from that yes. as well. Correct. Oh, and oh, I think it was more than that. I think we've also got mm-hmm. ABC Radio. We've got a couple yep. of parenting magazines. So wow. it works really well. And mm-hmm. the SaaS platform has been set up. So if you know what you're doing with PR, you could just sign up for the platform. Yes. The platform actually, you go in, you name your campaign, mm-hmm. and then you go and choose the media out. Well, you choose by using categories and keywords. You choose, you know, parenting or IT or business uh-huh. or news or whatever. And then whether you want it to be TV, radio, podcasts, industry, media, you know, I've got a whole lot of different sections. Okay. So you build your own list. Then I've got a template where you drop your logo in, drop in your photo, put in your headline, your body copy, 
you know, any bio, any additional photos, all goes in. It all gets formatted into a beautiful PDF in a format that the journalists understand. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you jump to a page where you get to see all the journalists' names, phone numbers, contact details, email addresses, everything, and you can select the ones that you want to send to. And it pops up with an email widget where you write the... So you can send yourself a test one, but after that you write the email that goes out with your media release. You know, hi, Mr. Journalist, um, I feel really passionate or or, um, I noticed that a lot of small business owners are doing it tough because they're not automating their business. Here is this article that I've written about why businesses should look at automation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the bo- and then the way our system works is it cuts the body copy of your media release or your content into the body of the email and then attaches it all formatted as a PDF so that the journalist can doesn't even have to click. They can see straight away what your story is. Mm-hmm. And then everything jumps into a follow-up page where I encourage everyone to send out a follow-up email if you haven't heard from the journalist within two or three days. Okay. And that's because these days journalists are missing things, Mm -hmm. as we all are, in our massive Google inboxes. And so a lot of people are only getting picked up on the second one. So it's super important Mm -hmm. that you don't give up if you haven't heard anything after the first one that you do the follow-up email as well. Follow-up is always important in everything, so PR is no exception. Absolutely. Perfect. (laughs) Now, is this a strategy you would say do on every article once you write an article for your blog so if you do like a weekly article would you put that into this sort of system and then push it out that that frequently i would but I, oh yeah absolutely i mean you, you it's it's unlimited use and when people say oh you know is it too often to do it once a week um i would say imagine all the pr agencies out there if you had a pr agency with 30 staff you might have 15 of them sending things to people every day oh wow yeah so don't worry about your frequency you just need to worry that you've got different angles each time Mm. what about recycling your content so if you Um, just do the same thing again a month later well what i would say is actually pick the media first before you publish it anywhere yourself so let them have first dibs because they'll want the exclusive and okay. then and then of course if they publish it you can actually put it in your blog as a published article with a link to the blog mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you can even blog about how you got it or why you got it or why you wrote it in the first place okay. you know um, but okay. i would repurpose the other way around so i would always send to the media first mm-hmm. and then if they don't use it use it in different ways and if they do use it then you have a very, very powerful story to put in your blog and push out through social media. Brilliant. So just some tips now about what I put in this release. Um, How long should they be? You've obviously answered, do you want to answer questions and help people, but like, should they be 2,000 words, 500 words? What's, or is it dependent on where I'm targeting? How do I approach that angle? Okay, so the, the most important thing you need to do is get a great headline mm-hmm. that is not super long. Um, I try and say six to eight words, and it needs to clearly say what it is that you're doing, even if it's a play on words. I mean, a bit of humour goes down very well. If you're good at puns, I would say you'll be in heaven with headlines. Okay. <laughs> um, and then you want to write about five to 600 words. Five to 600 words. They're okay. short and sweet. Mm-hmm. If the journalist wants more, they'll come back and say, can you write another two or 300 words? Mm-hmm. Most of the time, we don't have a big attention span, yes. as you probably know from websites. Correct. So people are looking for a short, snappy story where mm-hmm. they can understand it quickly and there's somewhere they can go if they do want to know more. Get it. Okay, so keep it short and sharp to the point. Get some puns in there, make some great uh, headlines because that's what's really... It just... Yes, and make sure you have that call to action. The, the okay. number of people that write an article and then don't have at the bottom... 
Um, you know, for more information, go to www.whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just a massive mistake. Okay. Um, and, and it's also, I the other little trick that I sometimes try and do because I want backlinks is I often don't put my company name as handle your own PR individual words. Mm-hmm. Even in my releases, I do handleyourownpr.com.au okay. as the URL okay. just because it'll, I think it'll give it more backlinks. And I'm terrified that the journalists will go, oh, Jules Brook from Handle Your own PR and no one will be able to find you. I mean, I'm probably being stupid, but that's just one of the things I try and get my web address into every single media release I send out. That's a good tip because Mm -hmm. it is getting a link back to your website, which is where you want people going in the end. So that's the objective of building awareness around what you're doing. And if you're helping enough people, you will get some people coming through to your website itself. So that's right. And and often in newspapers, they're not as keen. Mm -hmm. So newspapers aren't as keen. At, at it, doing the web address, but every other magazine, podcast, um, newsletter, uh, new, you know, um, industry magazines, and you know, mm-hmm. things like business magazines and things like that, yep. they'll always do, um, always give you that. Happy to do it. Okay. Um, and on TV or radio, they will normally post up the interview with some blurb telling people with a link to your website to how to get more information or buy the product or whatever. Sounds good. So. A question people might be thinking is, why don't I just go and hire a PR agency to do this for me? Why would I do this on my own? Right. Really good question again. So if you've got the money, getting someone to do it for you is obviously (laughs) ideal. (laughs) So you are looking probably at a minimum of four grand a month and minimum of six months because it takes time to build a relationship with the media on your particular topic and the agency will find that too Mm -hmm. my argument for people who are in startups and entrepreneurs and i do it a lot i actually have surprisingly i have very high profile people that come and work with me as well and i say why Mm -hmm. and they say because i want the relationship with the journalist myself okay and also i want to understand how it works so that even if i do employ an agency Mm. i kind of know you know if they're bullshitting me or not because it's a little bit like women and car mechanics i don't know whether i'm being screwed over or not <laughs> like it and yeah. the number of stories i hear from people about i paid this agency you know 60 grand even over a year and i didn't get anything and i'm like are you insane wow. like if i don't get anything for you in a couple of months move on then pull out. <laughs> okay that's good um, tip and the other reason, of course, is that you learn a skill and it is like riding a bike. Like Once you learn that skill, you can use it time and time again. And I see it with people that I've taught that are getting, you know, consistent stacks and stacks of consistent media. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last thing is price. So once you learn how to do it, it's free. Now, my courses are two grand or less mm-hmm. um, for a three month course. So yes. to me, it's kind of a no brainer. Why wouldn't you? Mm. Um and once and again, once you learn how to do it, then all you'll need is media contacts. And ultimately, if you've done it for a couple of years, you won't even need those because you'll have your favourite journalists. They'll have their favourites. Mm-hmm. What happens when you start to build a relationship is they'll start calling you okay. and say, the editors have told me to write a story about such and such. I know that you know about this. Can I get a comment from you? Get it. So it becomes easy, obviously, as you go and get more credibility. Much, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And that's uh, having that relationship is probably important then because if you're doing it through a PR agency, you're not having that one-on-one relationship. So I think that makes mm-hmm. sense to want that's, to do it on your true. own and build that relationship. And the other mm-hmm. thing, Andrew, is that when you talk with senior, like, I mean, I've, I've been on um, a whole lot of panels with, you know, journalists and editors and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I was on one for the NAB Small Business something or other yes. a couple of years ago 
And I was on there with the head. It was the editor of Smart Company, uh-huh. the editor of the Australians Entrepreneur page, which I don't know that they have anymore, but they used to have. Okay. And I can't even remember who the others were. And someone in the audience said, really, like, if I send you an email, are you going to open it? <laughs> and they said, as a business owner, because I'm not a professional, yes. and they said, we want to talk to business owners. So whether it comes through a PR agency or not, mm. all they're going to do is facilitate an introduction because the journalist wants to speak to the business owner, not to the PR agency. And that's that's so, where the where value lies and that's where the information right. sits. So that makes perfect sense, really, when you think about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Mm, yep. Get it. Okay. Mm. So if I'm out there in, a, in my own startup, in a business looking to promote myself, um, I've decided that I want to jump on and learn a bit about PR. Um, obviously, go to handleyourownpr.com.au would the place to start. Now that would make me very yeah, happy. I imagine it would. Um, I think I think there's a lot of bit of value here um, in terms of just understanding what this all means. Now, yeah. the next thing would be how do I get access to your platform if I want to jump on? Because if I have to ring all these agencies and get access to people that's obviously going to take a lot of time and effort so is so the platform is part it's called the pr engine okay. and it's part of handle your own pr so you just go there yep. go to the pr engine and go and sign up i've got two options yep. one is 350 for mm-hmm. three months yes. and one is 897 or something for a year i'm not quite sure what all that <laughs> anyway, okay. it's around there all right um, mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Now that sounds really, really good, and it's some good information for people that want to start and look at their own PR. So, if I was to, and I think there's massive value in what you do with journalists and actually working with them. What yeah. What does that yeah. course look like? That's over three months. What sort of investment is that to actually get access it's, to that course? It's okay. So it's eighteen ninety seven. Okay. And we've. But what I also did, knowing what the pandemic's like, and also mm-hmm. that people. Not necessarily, you know, yep. flush right now, yes. but expecting money later. Yes. Is we've made it seven ninety nine up front, okay. and then you can pay three sixty six a fortnight for three further payments. Okay, so there's so either way, out. it's the same price of eighteen ninety seven, mm-hmm. but there is a way of doing it so you can stretch it out over you know six weeks or eight weeks or whatever it is. Oh, very good. And that's uh, some good information for people out there that are looking to build awareness. And I think um, from my perspective, PR is not something I've overly considered. And I think a lot of businesses out there probably don't. They think that they need to be some expert, maybe written a book or something along those lines to be considered by journalists to get their 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 story out there and just to help. And I think what you said today gives people a bit more insight as to, yes, you can actually get some publicity. Just do it. Just do it. Put yourself out there. It is and, it is much easier than people think it is, and it has much, much higher value than you would think as well. Oh, perfect. Um, Anthony, anything else you want to cover at this stage? Um, mm. No, other than, um, yeah. you know, uh, there's, so just to jump into Handle Your Own PR, go and yes. have a look. I've got quite a lot of information mm-hmm. on there. Mm-hmm. I've also got um, I've got some little PR education videos that are free, okay. and I've also got a forty-five minute webinar about PR and and you know and in there I've got examples of photography and things. Yes, that's on the website as well on the home page, mm-hmm. and um, and a few testimonials. But look, I'm I'm always accessible. I'm more than happy to talk to anyone. Um, and, you know, I love teaching people how to do PR. Oh, can I, I can hear the passion in the voice. So I think everyone will appreciate that. So just, just one more question yep. I had. Was it, is when you're doing one of those media releases and you're trying to reach out to the agencies, is it just article-based or is it, can you do like an audio recording or a video? I, would, it, I, I don't think, look, my partner runs an audio book 
production um, company and we've talked about it a bit and I have had journalists say, oh my God, I'd love it if someone gave me an excerpt from an audio book, uh-huh. but I've never seen it work yet. Okay. okay. Um, videos I'm seeing a lot more. So if you can put together a video that's under two minutes, mm-hmm. that is informative. Again, this is about writing your media releases of videos. So it's like here are four reasons why you should be automating your business or three tips about how to choose a a good company to work, an IT company to work with or whatever, mm-hmm. yep. then chances are you might get it picked up. Okay. okay. Um, articles are the main thing. The yep. other thing is if you go to someone like Ticket TV or the TV stations, they will often take video as well. They like it so that they interview you and they've got that video running in the background. Get yep. it. Okay. Um, oh, okay. and the, and the other, only other thing I should say is through this pandemic, mm-hmm. I'm running the PR um, Accelerator, so yes. that 1897 program every two weeks. Okay, so anyone can pretty much cool. grab onto this podcast if you're interested, jump onto handyourownpr.com.au. And tell up. me that you've come from this because <laughs> it would be really interesting for me to know that um, you know, you've heard this interview. Yeah. Um... <laughs> and I can feed it back to Andrew as well. Well, yeah. <laughs> it'd be good for us to know. Yeah, too. we're good to yeah. see how it sort of plays out. But in terms of, um, I think this is really informative for people just to think a little bit outside the box. I think we all uh, we were on a podcast um, a few weeks ago talking about how to market your your SaaS products um, through the channels of putting out um, marketing content. Um, blogs, Google ads, etc. This is a very different conversation around how to just build publicity behind your business. And yeah, I'll, and it works. Yeah. It just works so well. I'll give you one little story before yeah. I go. Yeah, sure. I had a. It's not a tech business, but I had a physio in the city that I worked with. And so I'm so used to working, by the way, with people that have no friggin' idea about marketing. So <laughs> there is no problem if people have no idea. Yeah. This guy was a physio. He has a way of getting rid of migraines by manipulating people's necks. Yes. And he came to me because, of course, the other beauty of PR is that you can explain things because in an ad you can't. It's, you've got to be really simple in an ad, whereas in an article you get the opportunity to kind of explain. And... Um, so I said to him, okay, well, what we'll do is we'll take a case study because a case study is a really strong way. The media love human stories as well. They love to hear rather than telling them here are the four tips, you could say make up a person and say or use a customer as an example. And what we did was we used an example of somebody who had never, she had been getting migraines I think every week or twice a week through her whole life and she went to see this guy and she hadn't had any He fixed it and she hasn't had one for two and a half years. So she was a really huge advocate for him anyway. And we all have those kind of customers who love us. And what he did was um, he sent a story to the Herald Sun. They picked it up. Um, What happens on the back of that is that radio scours the headlines looking for people to interview during the day and so does TV. So uh, it appeared on the Tuesday morning in the, online and in the newspapers from about 3 o'clock in the morning. 6 o'clock in the morning, he gets a call from 3AW saying, would you come on and explain your technique to us? So he was absolutely thrilled and he rang me afterwards going, oh, my God, my hands are shaking, but I did it and it was great. <laughs> really? it, it gets into the office and every single one of the evening news rang him because they wanted to run the story. Oh, wow. So he ended up in the evening news on Channel 10, Channel 9, Channel 7, didn't have time to fit in SBS and ABC, which I love. <laughs> didn't have the time. <laughs> I know, who would turn that down? And then he said he got a hit on his website every minute for the next three hours. Oh, wow. 
um, to the extent that his web guy rang him and said, you've been hacked, <laughs> which I just loved. Yeah. And he got seven months worth of business in two days. Oh, goodness me. Well, so that's a, that's so a story. So that's what it can do. Yes. That's, the, that's the real power of PR. If you can get it picked up and syndicated, then you're off and running. And Jules... Jules Brook, I think we'll leave it there. I think there's plenty of information and content as to why people should start looking to handle their own PR. So, yeah, reach out to Jules um, on LinkedIn and obviously her website. So thank you, Jules, for sharing what PR can do for a business and maybe some approaches that people can take to actually start doing it themselves. My absolute pleasure, guys. Thanks so much for inviting me, and I hope it was useful. Cheers, Jules. Jules, oh, yeah, definitely was, well, even just for us. So, yes, appreciate it. <laughs> Great. I'll see you in the accelerator next Done. week. Done. Sign us up. <laughs>